I never don't ever see that happening. I don't ever see that happening. Hey, what you don't you don't like Ice Spice? Hell, y'all all the same complexion. Y'all all should be team light skin, thick and thin. You know, yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, Carrie, I like her. She's brash. She's got the energy. I'm like, yeah. You know, uh oh, uh oh, trash ass SNL. Oh, Lord. Well, I think the Betty Boop performance she just did more than makes up for it. I'm rooting for her. women are now more popular than the men. Okay, so any of these female are more popular than Drake right now? So you want to debate that any of these young girls are still more popular than Drake, Uzi, Playboy Cardi, Travis Scott? I don't, I don't think so. I'll say they get more traction. They may get more clicks and, ooh, but then that makes them more popular, huh? I don't know. You might have a point. You might, you might have a point. Yes, it is cute what she did with uh, Ben Affleck. Exactly. You got to you got to thank her management team for that. I thought it was very shrewd, very crafty, perfect, you know? And it shows Ben Affleck at his he has a comedic side, so you're bridging the gaps between the young and the old, the black and the white, the hip hop to the mainstream. I think Ice Spice is that bridge. If Ice Spice can halfway act, if she can halfway act, do I think she'll ever surpass Nikki? No, but I think at the rate she's going, I think she can have a better pivot than Nikki. Let's say 10 years from now at the rate she's going right now. She is it. We were literally 18 months ago. It was all about Lotto. Lotto is so far in the rear view mirror. Nobody talks about city girls. Their album just went, it just sold 6,000 copies, 6,000. They're done. Glorilla, beefing with Kai Sinat, that's not good. That cha-cha slide song, that's trash. She's, you know, go sit down for a little bit. Sexy Red is probably her closest competition. I like Sexy Red. She's organic. She has a natural vibe to me. Um, She's a hood chick, ratchet chick. I I understand. I get it, but I think Ice Spice for the win, man. She is. I'm sorry. Find me somebody else. Then, <laughs> nah. Doja Cat Ben had her chances. Nope. Nope. Yeah. A and one. See, you start you starting to sound like these old hip hop heads, brother. Got to learn to see the future. I need you to see the future. Take yourself out of it. Take your perspective out of it because the market dictates. That Ice Spice is is the champion. It's the people's champ. Sexy Red is the other people's champ. Right now, it's Ice Spice and, and Sexy Red. They got the sauce. But if I had to pick one in the next five years, I'm going Ice Spice. I'm going Ice Spice. Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. Megan is done. Nobody's checking for Megan. Sexy to get on the crossover. I, I believe I believe you I'm with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Doja Cat had her chances, y'all. Doja Cat had her chances. So I don't I would not consider Doja Cat the queen. It's still Nikki. 
it's still Nikki and then Cardi and then Ice Spice and then Sexy Red in that order. In that order. Yeah, yeah, I'm t- I'm t- I'm saying it, man. I'm with it. I I'm with it. I like it. Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, Eve and Trina. What's the difference? So, Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, Eve and Trina. Lotto, Glorilla, Sexy Red, Ice Spice. What's the difference? 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 Foxy, Lil Kim, Eve, Trina. Ice Spice, Sexy Red, Glorilla, Lotto. What's the difference? I'm legit asking. (laughs) <laughs> it's like DMX or Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm legit asking. I am legit. A- you know what? Will Cardi surpass Nikki? No. Cardi doesn't have no, no, no catalog. We're still waiting on Cardi's second album. We're still waiting on Cardi's second album. It's been seven years, y'all. It's been seven years. What about Missy the Brat? What about him? Y'all don't mention him as amongst, no. When y'all talk that, that, that 2000s era of hip-hop with female hip, it was Foxy and Kim. That was it. Missy was a nice alternative for the non-skinny chicks, right? All the big girls, the big black girls, you had a little role model for Missy. The Brat didn't know what she wanted to be. She wanted to be a girl. She wanted to be a boy. She wanted to be a girl. She wanted to be a boy. Ain't nobody got time for all that confusion. Stop all that. Come on, man. It was Foxy and Kim. That was it. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. You know what? And one, I, I think we need to um, have that conversation. I think it's time to re- retire the term social engineering because to me at this point, we're beyond that. The market wants what the market wants. I think we're beyond the engineering part at this point. People know what they want. And the majority of people want dysfunction. Do I think I like Scarlip? I like her energy. She ain't the cutest thing. She's an underdog. But for her, she's going to need hit records. She's not pretty. She's got a horrific backstory. One dimensional when it comes to her, uh, her rhyme schemes, she's going to need hits to, to even bother competing with the other four girls. The other four girls can be cute and say nothing. How, how you think CD girls lasted this long? CD girls been around as long as they, cause they're cute and they don't have to say nothing, but they're cute. Scarlet is not cute. Scarlet is the girl that bullies light skinned chicks. Scar, Scar Lip is the chick that will, you know, that beat is, is, is the, is the sister or the, the cousin you call to go beat up the girl that, that broke your heart. You know what I'm saying? Scar Lip going to need a, a bunch of hits to compete. Right? So I'll never say Missy was trash, but, uh, has it been five years? Who, who the hell waits five years to put out an album? This ain't the, this ain't the 2000 anymore. You can't do that. And I believe that she's so scared to put out the second album. Um, she's worried that it will, it will hurt her career. So she won't do it, which 
considering how her career has has gone, has lasted as long, I think it's probably a smart move. Nikki's got, Nikki's got a new album coming out next month. She'll never ever touch the the, the, the heels of Nikki. Never. Yeah, she got to do the DMX thing. Stay on the road. Stay putting out music, and I mean hot ass music. Stay next to hot. Uh, have hot cosigns. You know, have hot features. You know, she's gonna have to grind that shit out. Scarlett doesn't have the the complexion to to kind of say cute stuff and get away with it. Scarlett gonna have to put in mad work. Okay, she's gonna have to put in mad work. So. Um, Miss Fifi, hey, what's happening? What's happening? I think Cardi should go with the podcasting. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I'll be down for that. How do I think? Lo- oh, you know what? I, I think Wayne's going to have that problem again that Nas is having with his his album. His his fan base is in their late thirties, early forties now. You know, Wayne's hardcore fan base. They're pushing forty. Do you want to hear more promethazine rap from, from Lil Wayne? I don't. I think Wayne at this point should just tour off his classics and don't make any more music. He doesn't have to at this point. Wayne should go the route like the Eagles and Kiss, all the big dogs. Don't put out no more new music. Just go tour off what you've created. He can do it. I think the more music he puts out, it's going to hurt. His, his legacy to a certain extent because no one's really going to be in come on them, those mixtape Wayne days are long gone Carter those Carter days long gone everybody grown up everybody grew up you know everybody grew up everybody grew up so that's just my take on it that's my take on it I'm telling you, it's, it, that's why I keep saying this. It's for kids. It's for young folk. It's not an old man's game. Rap, hip-hop is not the genre of music that you can have a long, a long game in, you know? So... Okay. <laughs> they ain't grow up. <laughs> it's mostly dead. That's messed up. I would be down for a hot boys tour. All right. So since we're talking hip hop, let's go straight into Flavor Flav. Did y'all catch it? Shout out to Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav is a musician. Flavor Flav plays instruments, but he had the opportunity to sing the uh, the national anthem. Did y'all catch this tonight? I'm not even mad. At first, I, was go- I thought I was going to be embarrassed. I thought I was going to cringe. But Flavor Flav did pretty good. Flavor Flav did pretty good. Let's go. Yeah, the Star Spangled Banner performed tonight by six-time Grammy Award-nominated rapper and artist Flavor Flav. Flav did good. Oh, oh, say... Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly 
at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight for the ramparts we wash were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red flare the bombs burst sting in there gave proof to the night that and our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star spangle banner yet wave? Hey, listen. Y'all gonna stop this. I'm with it. I'm with it. I felt, I felt good that he did this. I didn't cringe. I wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't doing the Marge Simpson, right? I wasn't doing the Marge Simpson. I like this. Let's go. All the land of the free. <laughs> and the home <laughs> of the Y'all listen, do you know, can you imagine how nerve wracking that, that would be to perform in front of, I don't know, a couple thousand people, national, nationally streamed, televised, uh, basketball game, you're being watched by millions of people, you know, I think he did good, I think he did good, I'd have gave him, I'd have, I'd have, I'm clapping it up for him, I like it, y'all just mean tonight, keep it tucky, what's happening, bro, you see all this, See all this, all these, all these mean people, <laughs> all these mean people. I liked it. Now, I, of course, the look is is disturbing. He's wearing two watches on opposite wrists. I mean, I'm glad he's kind of minimized the size of the clock. But I, I'm 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 with it. I'm, I like this. Y'all just being mean tonight. I liked it. I liked it. I I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was a good look. I thought it was a good look. Okay. Let's keep this thing going. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I gotta wake up. What is this? What is it? Okay. Now, let's run to Jay-Z real quick. Because this is pretty much a hip-hop meeting tonight. Now, it's not what Jay-Z said in the beginning. It's what Jay-Z says at the end. Yes. It's not what Jay-Z said in the beginning. It's what Jay-Z says in the end. Let's go. People are selling their masters these days. Would you yeah. ever sell your masters? No. Never? No, no. Why not? It's, it's, 
I get why people do it. I've been fortunate enough to make money in this place. But for me, was the fight of my life. You know, from being an independent um, company from the beginning, and then going through the Def Jam system, not really understanding how that works, and them having my masters, then going back to Def Jam as the president. It's not what he says in the beginning, it's what he says in the end, which, which will probably eventually happen to us all when we leave stuff for our children. I, I firmly believe that our children and grandchildren no longer see value in the things that we hold near and dear. Okay, this is my theory. My theory is that your children and grandchildren no longer see value in, in what's near and dear to you. And I'm saying this for a reason. Let's go. And then saying, like okay, I'll do this job. Right. And part of this job is my master's has to be revert back to me just you know it was my kids to see my work you know and if they decide to sell it then it's up to them now if they decide to sell it then it's up to them but you went through all this to give this to them did anybody catch that did y'all catch that then it's up to my kids if they want to sell them but sir you went through all of this to give this to them You went through all of this hell. You backstabbed close friends. You've done a lot of people dirty in this business to get to where you are, only to leave something for your children, for you to sit here and say, well, if they decide to sell it, that's on them. What? Then that you went through all that for nothing, right? For all the children, all the grown ass children that let big mama's house go because you didn't pay the taxes. All the children, grandchildren that let big mama's house go because some real estate developers said, hey, we're gonna give you, we'll give you this. Let's, let's have this property so we can build a mall or a condominium. I'm firmly convinced the majority of children and grandchildren do not value or don't hold the, sh the same values as their parents do you see it all the time on the news everybody's renting nobody wants to buy a house right remember growing up one of the greatest achievements in life was to buy a home one of the greatest financial achievements in life was to buy a home for your family now you have a generation of young people that abhor the idea of buying a house. How dare you ask me to engage in a payment process for 30 years? They don't want it, y'all. Would I leave? Uh, to, I, 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 you know what? Okay, I, of course, here's my hypocrisy. I trust many me. I trust Minnie me to do right by my by whatever I leave her. I don't think she'll fuck it up. I don't think Minnie me would mess up my stuff. You know, but I've I've grown up with people, cousins, friends that had insurance money left to them. Their parents died early, blew through millions while still in high school. Um, I've had friends that sold their parents dream home today was their parents dream home and just sold it for a check i've seen all that 
right? So, mini me might fall on hard. You, sir, it might, she has a trust fund, bro. Mini me, there, there will be no hard times for me. Let's not do this. My child is different. Okay, my parents made sure <laughs> that I make sure she gonna be straight. Mini me will have no financial issues. Okay, but thank you for your concern. But thank you for your concern. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. All right. Next clip, next clip, next clip, next clip. Oh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do some illusions of wealth. Now we got some folks over there, Black Ink, complaining about not being paid their value. Come on, let's go. Let's go. You don't even know how much you're really making. Bro, I was just curious, right? I was just curiosity, right? I'm my lawyer looking to, right? How much average? <laughs> Wait, can I be your child? Tons of money Black Ink made, right? Mm hmm. For the whole 10 year span. Bro, when he brought the numbers back, I pissed my pants on one, bro. What was that number? 1.2 billion. What? Over 10 years of advertising. Bro. Okay, 10 years of advertising on Black Ink Crew. If you if you watch VH1, Black Nigga, now they got expansions Black Ink Chicago, Black Ink LA. Um, Duchess has her own spinoff show, but for 10 years of advertising, that show generated $1.2 billion over 10 years. Now let's, I wonder how much of that they got. Let's go. Bro, I gave you one point. The leak, the, the follow to Love & Hip Hop. Yeah. Yes, 1.2 billion, what? The whole cast didn't even get 1% of that, bro. Mm. One point. Mm. All right, that's my bad. Y'all got that. Now it's my turn to eat now. They got that bad. Bro, that's off one show. They I, they, they, we ain't even talking about, exactly. They got that bag, son. That's, a, that's, why that's, over, that's over 100 million a year just off of but one his, show. It's not even a year. Think about it. It's, it's still a year because it comes back, but in months. Yeah, but it's still, it's over, it's over No, time. you know it's, what I'm saying yeah, though, but, S? But, but in the month, it's like three, four months, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what now. Yeah, not even. Yeah. The season is, is what we used to. They used to know. Four they used weeks? to no. They used to run us for twenty four for a little. Weeks, so wow. you say like a couple months, but then so three, that's man. six months. That's half six months. Twenty four. That's half a year. That, in, in, in working time on television, that's definitely and a no, year. And, and no, that's, right, that, that's just for that 10 years. We're not talking about now because we streaming on on Peacock. This that oh, now. like yo. Okay, now now. What people have are learning over through this actor strike and through the writer strike, there's no money in streaming residuals. So now, what people are finally learning that we've that we've known for a few years now, there is no money in streaming residuals. Netflix upfront check, Amazon upfront check, Disney Plus upfront check. All the monies are upfront. That's it. They they give you the money and they say get out of here, get out of here, right? Okay. There's no money in streaming residuals. There's only upfront money when they first pay you for the IP or pay you for the show idea. That's it. You have a better chance at residuals on a network that hopefully gets syndicated. That's why Seinfeld cats ain't gotta work. Frasier cats really ain't gotta work. The Friends cast really ain't gotta work. 
them cosby kids told you bill cosby taught us about residuals we really ain't gotta work it's the networks you know network tv that they made y'all get away from cut the cable cut the cable go to streaming go to streaming cool fine but now as you as a an ip creator now you realize that was a that was a ploy to get y'all away from the networks so that we ain't got to pay y'all residual income for life it's a cold game these people are smarter than you these people are smarter than you far more patient far more devious far more calculating the moment they convinced everybody move your ip to streaming take it off the networks now they don't have to syndicate you on on streaming there, there's no there's no more residual checks for that everybody everybody that, that got their monies from the networks in the late 2000s that's pretty much it listen ain't gonna be no more one million dollars per episode seinfeld friends frazier they're all getting pretty much every cast member damn they got a million dollars per episode per person those days are long gone you will never see that ever again the networks will never allow that shit to happen again remember the friends boycotted stood firm now say what you want about the show the show is trash it's not real new york city right they only show one black person that was aisha howell or aisha tyler towards the very end of the of, of the of the lifespan of the show damn all that all five or six of those people said you know what we ain't filming shit until we all get paid a million dollars per episode they held up production for weeks and nbc said all right fine we'll cut you these checks never you'll never see that again you'll never ever see that again so when i hear guys you know and they're they're more in the business than i am how come i know this information and he doesn't how come i know that streaming there's no residual money in streaming but caesar who's been and basically on tv for 10 years didn't know this how come i know this but he didn't and he's in the storm residuals from that Get residual what bro yeah 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 oh, oh, oh don't get me wrong supernatural syndicated look up type in any list of all syndicated shows if it's syndicated on a network television show they get them checks for life if it's a if it's five years it was the mark you had to make it five years to be to be syndicated that means you can go on turner classics you go nick nick at night they, that means they will license out your your show whoever wants to show your play your 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 episodes they cut them a check you know what i'm saying it's always in rotation it's always in rotation so if you made it to the five-year mark on a tv show on a network not a streaming site but a network you getting residuals for life you set you straight you really ain't got to do shit if you don't want to okay you could youtube this shit all day long if you wanted to all right okay okay now let's get to this here this is my favorite part right here i've been waiting to talk about this all day and i've been waiting to talk about this all day yeah matter of fact and they still talk about bringing it back they might bring it back they might bring it back why not i think they should have stopped at like season eight or nine but people the market still wanted it you know 
Um, so don't let these people fool you. Yeah, network TV is still network TV. Let's see. My sister is on the new season of Basketball Wives. I wonder how much she getting. They getting per. She ain't getting paid as much as the regulars. I can tell you that much. And that she's not gonna be able to just sit on her ass. Like, yeah, it, everybody's pay scale is different. She may get a couple hundred, a couple or a couple grand per per episode. Per episode, it's per episode. Keep that in mind. It's how many episodes you will appear in. That's why when you go through the IMDb credits and it, it lists their seasons, then it gives them the episodic credit. How many episodic episodes or episodic credits? It's per episode you get paid. Unless you're a, a Nini, you may get paid for the season because you're a featured. You're you're one of the features. You know, but there's a pay scale. There's a pay scale. All right. I've been waiting for this. Let's go. This is how the beef between Michael Jackson and Prince started. This is silly, but I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. You go on YouTube, type in Prince James Brown, Michael Jackson. You'll see James Brown say, Michael, Michael, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael, you out there? Michael, Michael, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. So the Michael comes on stage, does his thing. Michael whispers in, in James Brown's ear. Shh, 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 shh. James goes back on the mic and says, and give it up for Michael, because he insists that I bring up Prince. He just insisted that I introduce Prince. Prince, you out there, Prince? Prince. Prince. And then Prince is on the shoulders of his bodyguard. And they bring him up on stage. So then Prince gets up on stage and rips the guitar in half. And then he grabs on this this pole that's on the stage. And he thinks it's secure, so <laughs> Prince falls into the audience. So Prince thought that he was sabotaged. And that's how the beef started. That's how the Cold War between MJ and Prince started. Because Prince's ego is so big. That man literally thought <laughs> he was set up. Yeah, the Winchesters, I caught the first season. It didn't last long. Um, and then, oh boy, went to do a reboot of Tech uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. That didn't last long. I think they got like two seasons out of that. Uh, the Winchesters, it was okay. It was okay. It, ain't, it, it wasn't the same. It wasn't. I think that, that had long passed. If they had did the Winchester spinoff season 8, 9, or 10 uh, of Supernatural, it would have been a better... It would have been more well received, but nah, it was, I think it was just too late at that time, you know? Okay. Okay. That's how the Cold War started. Yeah, right. It was all planned. <laughs> Prince is a weirdo. <laughs> it was a hard watch. Yeah, Yellowstone's dope. I tell people all the time, Yellowstone, people sleeping on Yellowstone. But now that ended because Kevin Costner is a diva. Kevin Costner only wanted to shoot two days a week. And he only wanted to shoot for four to five hours a day. That's not how a TV show works. So Kevin Costner, he, and he wanted more money. So basically he held up production and, and, Gave, left uh, Paramount no choice but to end Yellowstone, at least with Kevin, with, with, with Kevin Costner. He still got the summer of 18, whatever, the prequels, and they may do a spinoff with the, with the children, 
But as far as Yellowstone with Kevin Costner, that shit's over. Kevin Costner said, fuck it, I'm making all this goddamn money. I don't want to come in and work when I don't feel like working. I don't give it. Kevin Costner doesn't give a damn at this point. This is how you know he's so... <laughs> Listen, he has his movie clout. He's got his TV clout. He's got his, he's got his awards. He's got his money. Kevin Costner don't give a fuck. Kevin Costner said, this, this, this awesome show that I created, I don't give a damn about this show. Kevin Costner's a super diva. Yeah. This man wanted to show up two days a week. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Yo, TV, yo, TV production, you're on a set 12 to 14 hours a day. Easily 12 to 14 hours. Easily. You know, for, for weeks at a time, depending on the, on the, on the, uh, the shooting schedule, you know, that's a, it's a job. It's a nine to five job. And this man, you know, one of the, one of the, you know, most successful money wise IPs in the last five years, he's just like, I don't give a damn about this. Fuck, fuck Yellowstone. I mean, how <laughs> I, 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 the gravitas to do that, just to say, you know what? Nah, I don't give a fuck. I, I mean, shit. <laughs> My man that walked away, walked away from me. He, he don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, you know, he don't give a damn. Kevin Costner said, I don't need this. I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard the backstories on Waterworld. One of the, Greatest flops in Hollywood, but that doesn't matter anymore. Nobody mentions Waterworld around Kevin Costner anymore. Nobody there mentions those two those two words around Kevin Costner. But um, yeah, y'all, yeah, ain't gonna be no more Yellowstone. But I, I'm sure Paramount will find a way to kind of the Yellowstone IP. They still got the prequels. They can do more prequels. They did the grandfather, right? Helen Mirren and and um. When it was Harrison Ford, was it? They did the prequels with the, with the grandparents or was it the great grandparents. And you can still do the spinoff with the kids 20 years, 30 years down the road, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. Right. See, see, see. Yeah. George can, George can tell y'all how, how, uh, how brutal uh, a television production is. It's no joke. It is no joke. Okay. Now, let me, let me see what I want to get into. Okay, let's do this, y'all, real quick. Before I get into DJ Vlad, and it's not going to be long. This ain't going to be a long stream. I just want to get, get these shots off real quick and then get out of here because I forgot to talk about these earlier today. But, um, listen. Kai Sanat. You don't have to like him. You don't have to like him. But you have to respect his influence. Okay? And why am I mentioning Kai Sanat? Because for, for us that are into social media, that are up well uh, up to speed on everybody, this man had 200,000 people watching him live stream from a fake jail. Kai Sanat 
you have to respect his power of influence doesn't matter if he doesn't talk about anything that you care about this young man has the ear of a lot of people of a lot of young people this man had 200,000 people on twitch watching him during a seven-day live from a fake jail okay if his kids do sell his man is it his fault no it's not his fault it's his kids fault and it's like i leave all this for you and you sell it so once again it just goes back to these these young these younger generations don't hold what we hold valuable i would be pissed for his kids like if you know let, let's say blue ivy let's, let's say if we're all still around for like 30 years from now let's say 30 years from now we're still living jay-z died whatever god forbid and blue ivy sells his masters i will be pissed i will be like yo do you not respect the legacy and what your dad had to go do you know how many people he had to stab in the back to get those masters to give to you do you understand like your kids will never understand all the underhanded snake shit you had to do to leave them something like that your kids will never understand that struggle your kids will never understand what it took for you to to go against friends you grew up with in the streets to to just to deceive people to manipulate people to use people just so they can leave you something and then you turn around and give it right back to them i'd be pissed for him if she did that okay okay oh so matthew mcconaughey's doing a spin okay that's a good look that's a good look that's a good look that's a good look say what you want that is a powerful dweeb you don't have to like kai sanat but you will respect his reach and influence this nigga had two hundred thousand people watching him live stream from a fake jail <laughs> oh my goodness let me see okay while this a 24-hour day live stream has only recently begun it's done huge numbers with over 250,000 people watching Kai live his life within the walls of a prison cell. Now, let's see. Call for a guard, and someone will escort you to the pod to use the toilet. We have a medic professional on standby. If you need the medic, please shout out medic and we will have you taken care of immediately. We have a commissary where you can purchase a snack at other times. Each of y'all have $50, spend it wisely. There are tasks that need to be done for each day. For example, the Now, once again, this is not social engineering to me. This is what the market wants. This is what people want. We're past social engineering. I would love to have this discussion with AM1 and other guys. It's time to retire the word social engineering. The majority of people want dysfunction and they want regression. 
They don't want anything that's going to really add real positive value. They want the dumb shit. Sorry. Okay. They want the dumb shit. Now, some people were upset and comparing it to 60 days in. Now, if you watch jail shows, 60 days in, you cannot compare what Kai Sinat did to 60 days in because um, 60 days in is based, it's on its eighth season. It's been running for eight seasons. So normally what happens in 60 days in, the, 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 the sheriff, right? The chief or the chief jailer will hire people to go undercover in their jails posing as inmates to find out where the drugs are coming from to find out if uh if if the uh the staff is helping bring the drugs in um inmate behavior who runs the games right so people were comparing it's not the same thing this is for shits and giggles 60 days in nobody you know if the if the your local sheriff says hey i'm looking for a few people to go undercover in my jails and pose as an inmate to help me kind of bust up some drug rings and get information and intel i don't think the average person would do that you understand that's the difference uh oh uh oh uh oh i'm on the road driving trying to stay awake hey be careful now be careful be careful be careful hey did you, we all watched that movie, right? Yes. Yes. And yes, it is. <laughs> it is brilliant. <laughs> right now, he has 122,000 watching right now. See, let's go. Okay, let's go over there. Let's go over there. Is my Twitch account still active? Is my Twitch account still active? I haven't logged in in so long, y'all. Maybe we don't have to. Here we go. Look at this shit. Just one second, start watching. Yeah, let's try to get. No, no, pocket pussy. No, that, that, that is the no, pocket you pussy. need that. No, yeah. that's, it make it turn you on more. We can that in the sock for you. Oh, 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 that's cookie oh, shit, bro. No, bro, we need the whole. We, we bitch. know what we doing. Somebody need to talk to him. Nah, hold on. I want something real. I want something real in here. She really hip with boys. See, I need something real in here. You heard what he said. I need Got something real. Yeah. Yeah. You want it? Nah, I don't want it. Nah, I don't want it. Yeah, I need red balls, bro. What you mean in here? Nah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying in general. I ain't mean to say in here, bro. Y'all still fuck with me. Y'all still fuck with me. Y'all niggas still fuck with me. Nigga, I meant in, in general. Nigga, not generally speaking. <laughs> Y'all get it? I fuck, I'm trying to fuck hoes, bro. Y'all trust me? Yo, I'm sorry. It's time for us to retire the term social engineering. The work has been done. The job's been finished. There's nothing else to socially engineer people to do. Now that people just want this, un uh, uh, you know, subconsciously, they just, they just want this. You have 111,000 people right now watching Kai Sinai and a bunch of other social media influencers in jail. Pretend to be in jail. You understand? 
there's nothing there's nothing left to i've been to jail and even i'm like this ain't cool but i get it you know see what i'm saying this is what the people want there's nothing left to engineer Okay. We've got tailgates of hand battered cooked to order chicken fingers and cane sauce. Okay. This is what the people want. Now let me go back to Twitter real quick. Cause when they were doing a promo for this. I, I can't do that. Hold up, hold up. When they were doing a promo for this, everybody that was that was gonna come through on on in the jail. Hold up, let me see. Okay. Nice and not. This is what we own, y'all. <laughs> There's a child. You're 12 cousin to a grown ass, but that's not cool. You come here no, no, no. and guess what's going on? Nah, real shit, real shit, nah, real shit. You standing here cursing at him. He trying to tell you something, but that's not cool, bro. Some real life stuff. Nah, I, I know, I know you here because you thought you were gonna be commercial and shit. You maybe know me and shit like that, but you cursing at a grown man. Let him just talk and give you some advice, bro. Give me real advice. You done this shit. Y'all step back, man, because this y'all done made this into this ain't funny no more. This ain't funny. This ain't Everybody funny step no more. back, bro. This ain't even funny no more. This shit real. Guess how many years my brother did right here? Tell him. Tell him. Two, two days. 48 hours. 48 hours, nigga. 48 hours. She ain't sweet. What baby say? I ain't trying to do 30 minutes. <laughs> you talking shit. But hey, it don't even be about that. That's not even the kid. Who the fuck is you? You. You like you run track. This is what we're. This is what the people want. There's nothing to engineer at this point. Yeah. They gonna yeah. The pain. I want that little one. They you don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. Fresh meat. 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 time getting upset about it don't don't waste your time getting upset about it really doesn't have any interest in it and just wants to do it for money or wants to do it do it because they see it's a new trend and i started off i was doing like three hour streams four hour streams like like doing it and that was a lot for me but 
when you talk about streaming, streaming, you have to think like entertaining thousands of people for as much hours as I do is crazy. Like to keep the ball rolling. So I'm not usually gaming and stuff like that. I'm usually just talking to the camera and stuff. So just to be able to do that is crazy. Um, it takes hard work and you got to be able to, we have competition. People stream too. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to be able to like keep up with people and right. do what you got to do. Yeah. And make sure your community is good and, and make sure you, you're, you're in your own lane. One, I want to recommend you for anybody who just generally doesn't okay. vote. I wanted to find the promo for this. I wanted to find a promo for this because the promo for this was funny. <laughs> Look at this shit. It is what it is. Oh, Sky Seven day live stream from jail. Like, 
Now, don't get me wrong. The jail is real. You know? That's all he wanted. Yeah, got it. Got it cool, bro. Got it cool, dog. Like, okay. Okay. I'm going to leave this up when I come back to it. We'll, look, we'll take a look tomorrow, but... I just need to understand this is the way. Yes, it's clown. It's clown world. Yes, it's clown shit, clown stuff. I get it. This is the way. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Somebody said they got Charles the White at the ward. There's so many folks. I and, and um. Yeah, basically. What made this dude fake? Oh, um, yo, he's probably Twitch's biggest streamer. Like he just, he just found a niche, like literally on Twitch. Um, he, he initially just started off streaming, man. And, and it, it just took off and the Twitch algorithm is, is crazy. So, you know, see once a year I'm with this shit. It's now, okay, 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 okay. There's, listen, you got everything in jail. They be live streaming from jail. Sitting out making videos and stuff. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sick of stuff like that. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Nicole ain't liking this. Hey, don't even, don't even try to make sense of it, y'all. It, it, it ain't gonna never make sense. It'll never make sense. It'll never make sense. Yeah, this is the way. This is it. Kai is the little dude. The little dude with the with the twisties. Drewski is the big, the big, the big round guy. So um he right now there's hundred and eleven thousand people watching this man live stream from jail. Would I let my daughter date a Kai Sanat type of dude? That's a very good question. She's a gamer. He's a gamer. As long as he was able to keep the the online separate from his offline, which is harder than, which is much harder than what you know. I don't know. Yeah, I probably would let her let her let her date Kaiser not, because he he comes from he has parents, mother and father, you know he has a family, has cultural. You know, beliefs, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I would not be opposed to Minimi dating Kaisa not. I don't think it would be nothing serious though. I don't see Minimi like, Daddy, I love him. Like, I don't see I wouldn't see that happening. I'd let her date Kaisa not. Yeah. 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 The gaming thing would be like their common interest. You know? Yeah. Suge Knight doing podcasts from from prison. Come on, man. But no, I shouldn't let Minimi date Kaisa not. Okay. I, I wouldn't think it would be nothing serious. He couldn't date mine. Okay, well, you know what? That's a good question. What's wrong with, to y'all? Okay, he's an online celebrity. He's an online celebrity. So what else is wrong with Kai Sanat? Why would you guys not let your daughters date Kai Sanat? I like where this is going. I like where this is going. Yeah, at least he's not out there snatching old lady pocketbooks. Yeah, I'm with you on that, George. He's a tep... We're gonna go, we're gonna do this now. We're, <laughs> we're gonna do this now. 
So are they this decade's Keenan and Kel? Um, I guess the the format's different now because of because of streaming. But you know, Keenan and Kel, you know these guys are you know actors, comedians, sketch writers. It's a different skill set for them. Um, yeah, it it you have to be entertaining to stream and, and keep people captivated for hours and hours, but it's not like doing sketch comedy. Not I listen. Another Keenan and Kel. Mm, I wouldn't do that to them. I wouldn't disrespect Keenan and Kel's legacy. Um, just based off what they did with, with all that, I would never disrespect those kids' legacy, those guys' legacies like that. No, what they did was hard work. Um, uh, 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 uh a skill set that most people don't possess, a knack, a uh, talent. No, 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 no. Technically, Kai Snot is non-FBA. But, um, I mean, yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. Look what he's propagated. I'm sorry, well, you know, there's not too many Marquise, Marcus Brownleys running around here. Um, Kai Sinat is basically this generation's Marcus Brownlee. Kai Sinat is this generation's Marcus Brownlee. Hell, I, 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 I would say that Kai Sinat is more popular than, than Marcus Brownlee. Matter of fact, I argue that Kai Sinat is more popular than Marcus Brownlee ever was. Even, even though Marcus, Marcus has, has interviewed Bill Gates and Elon Musk, I get, I get all that. I, I still believe that Kai Sinat is more famous or more popular than Marcus Brownlee at Marcus Brownlee's peak. This man right now is sitting in a jail with 111,000 people watching him. Marcus Brownlee cannot do that. Marcus Brownlee cannot do that. I'm sorry. Marcus Brownlee cannot do that. Marcus Brownlee cannot entertain 100,000 people on a seven-day live stream from jail. He, no. No. Who who he started laughing? I told him, don't watch that shit get back to coding. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, he has no skills outside of streaming. It doesn't matter. What does it matter? I don't we don't know what skills he 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 possesses. But right now, the skill to 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 keep hundred and eleven thousand people at one in the morning, entertained, he's doing something. Now, we have to see how, what he parlays that into. Um, but, I, hey, Kai Sinat, man, don't, don't, don't dismiss his, his reach. I'm t man, George, tell him. Yo, Kai, get him up. Stop, bro, stop, stop, stop. Kai, yeah, Kai it has the youth. That see now you're putting you're putting you're putting now you want to put delineations on you can't do that bro, 
can't do that. Listen, I'm sorry. Marcus Brownlee cannot keep a hundred and a hundred thousand tech people entertained for a seven day for a seven day streaming stint. He just can't stop. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. I'm not here for the who's more of a higher vibration. I, I'm not because Marcus Brownlee was telling y'all to get that thing in your arm too. Okay then. Um, the, the trick for Kai, for Kai would be his pivot. We got to see another three or four years, what his pivot's going to be like. I'm sure he's more than aware that he can't keep doing this for years and years. I'm sure he has plans in place. I'm more than sure you will see him do guest appearances on a TV show here and there in a movie or so. Hell, you had those guys from five, uh, uh, five nights at Freddy's, the YouTubers, they were in the movie. If you're, if you're good, you pivot, you, in, you know, you get, start getting your feet wet into the TV and, and movies. It's a natural progression. You think the value of music nowadays are cheap. Um, I need, I need for the context. If he's this generation's in KHB, what a, once again, you're basing this off intelligence and what you think is more important. I'm just telling you right now, I, I, it is what it is. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to debate it. It is what it is. This kid it has the wave. It's been the wave. Um, you know, once again, you know, you want to keep bringing that up. I, I, I'm going to keep telling you, uh, Marcus Brownlee was telling y'all to get that jab. Okay, Exactly. If you went to go see Five Nights at Freddy's and all of a sudden towards the end when they were hooping and hollering because a couple of those YouTuber guys, all they do is breakdowns of the, of the game. So, nah, hell no. Yeah, severe ADHD. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, give it three years. He'll, he'll pivot. He'll, he'll pivot. I think he'll pivot just fine. So, all right, let me get to what's, what's my next thing. Oh, let's do this. Let's get to jelly roll. If music was in the stock market, would it be in bad? Oh, no, it is. Um, you can buy stocks in Warner. So I, I got stocks in Warner, Sony, Universal. Yeah, buy it. Fuck yeah, buy the stocks. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was a fair criticism. Okay, you know what? Let me show you all the power of Kai Sanat. Let's do that. I'm th thank you for that suggestion. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's, let's show y'all the power of Kai Sanat. Hold up. Oh, let me go back to Twitter. Wait, 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 let me find it. Let me find it. Hold up. Let me find it. Matter of fact, let's go find it together. I want to show you all the power of Kai Sanat. And he wasn't even flexing. He wasn't even trying to be a, a jerk about it. He wasn't even trying to be a jerk about it. Let me find it. Is it? No, that's not it. 
Hold up, hold up. I'm gonna find it. Here we go. Is this it? Okay, that's when he found out she blocked him. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Is... Wait, 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 wait. I'm the one I should have pulled. Okay, here we go, here we go. Found by Glorilla. This is the thought it was Kai trash. Kai. She then and goes and blocks Kai. Then ah, after I some that, time. I want that commentary. I want his live reaction. I want his live reaction. Here we go. Is this it? Wait! Oh, no, that's when he just found out she blocked him. Ah, goddammit. Okay, let me do this. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Kai Sinat. Um... Acha. Wait, wait, wait. Pay attention. Right. I want y'all to understand the power of Kai Sanat when he's not flexing his muscles. All he did was give his opinion on this woman's song. Okay, you ready? Okay, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Now hop one time. No, 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 no. Come on, glow, 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 glow. No! I love glow, bro. I love glow, but no. Okay. Now that's what he. That was his reaction. Now when he found out she blocked him. Hold up, we're gonna get to it. Now let's get to his reaction when he found out she blocked him. Damn it, God damn it, where the hell is it? See what I need it to be here. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. Not it, ah. Hold up, hold up. Wait a minute, y'all just bear with me. Bear with me. Da -da 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 -da. Mm -hmm. I was I just showed his ass up and I wasn't even trying to look for it okay let's do this hold up hold up hold up okay wait 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 here we go this is when he found out she blocked him Glow, and there's no way, Glow. Bro, this Glow, there's no way. Bro, after that reaction, bruh, after that reaction, I noticed I've, I haven't been seeing her. Bro, there's no way people are getting this mad, bruh. Okay. All right, now. So then she responds. So then she responds. Hold up, hold up. Is this it? Is this, this is part of it. <laughs> what, babe? You made so bad you got later. Later. Nigga. Ah, look, she told me come down, I would be throwing subliminals at you, nigga. What subliminals you finna throw? I come visit jails. I stab niggas. <laughs> I stab niggas in them jails. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. There's, there's, there's another one. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Lady. 
behind bars ain't saving you, nigga. Fuck you, time out, boy. Walk him down in the cell. Now let a nigga find out what jail you bitches in. Come on now. Come Hope on now. Some. Nigga. Nigga, place your order. Place your order, nigga. What kind of poker you want, nigga? What the talking about? I was gonna die about this shit for free. Imagine what I do for that money, nigga. That money on that Okay. And then he responds. You ready? He responds. Glorilla. Oh shit! You laid your bed. You better stay there. You better stay there. You laid your bed. You better stay there. You got you. Hold on. This kid's not even flexing. His. It, it was just a, his opinion. His opinion that er, and everybody knows. Nah, I show speed. Nah, he's too raunchy. No, 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 no. Kai is very clean cut. I show speed is too. He's too out of control. You, you can't trust him. No, 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 no. They'll never, they'll never let no. I show speed has done too much foolishness. Um, no, no, no. I, I, I don't, I don't see that ever happening. So, um, yeah, this, this, just, this is light work. Like he doesn't have to do this. Like. He, he didn't have he, he wasn't bashing her record the record is trash everybody knows the record is trash <laughs> but as you clearly see glorilla is surrounded by yes men and they're gonna do you know uh what's in their best interest to keep the golden goose laying his golden eggs because you don't want to piss off your your benefit your your employer by telling them the truth okay let's go check it back in <laughs> let's go check back in Still at a hundred and eleven thousand people, and it's somewhere it's somewhere it's two o'clock in the morning for somebody somewhere. This fool got a bonnet on his head. This fool has a leopard leopard print bonnet on his head. Look at that. He has a leopard print bonnet on his head. Let's let's not do this, y'all. Okay. All right. Now let me get back to my two last topics and we're gonna get up out of here. Country music's pookie. Jelly roll. Country music's pookie. Okay. Country music's pookie. All right. You don't know who this guy is? This is country singer Jelly Roll, and here are a few of the more memorable quotes from Jelly Roll Save Me, his new documentary on Hulu. In the opening minutes, he says, quote, I've been in jail 40 times in my life before admitting he never made it out of ninth grade. Several minutes later, it's, quote, if I wasn't a musician, I'd be dead, for sure. At about the 23-minute mark, Jelly Roll admits, I smoked meth out of a light bulb at 15 years old. That one will make you flinch. Y'all, this is a 90-minute long film, and I just covered the first third of it. I haven't even gotten to the best part. This guy is a this guy is country music's newest superstar. He's a pookie. He is country music's pookie. Let's go. It's Billy Dukes, and the best part is how inspiring Jelly Roll's story truly is. That feels almost cliche because a sketch of his story, local kid goes from the streets to the biggest stages in Nashville, that's inspiring. This is a bone deep kind of inspiration that manifests over and over. And he is country music's post Malone. 
and I like Post Malone. And I don't care what y'all say, Post Malone is super talented. That first album, what was it called? Beer Bongs and, and Bentleys is a classic. Post Malone's first album, I don't give a fuck where you were. You heard them records. You didn't know who sung them records, but you heard them records. Huge records. That album is a classic album. Let's go. And over again. One scene in particular tears me up. There's an old phrase that says that we overcome by the power of our testimony. You have a real strong testimony. And you're going to do a lot of good for the world with it one day. I dropped a link in the description section for more on why that's important, but I really encourage you to just watch, give Jelly Roll a thumbs up to show your support, and consider tapping subscribe, because his fans are learning this is the Country Music News YouTube channel that treats him right. I'm going to bring in TOC's Edison Hager now to help me work through 10 questions about Jelly Roll that this film answers. Hey Billy, those questions are all found in the description section of this video, so you can totally jump around if you'd like. But they focus on his childhood, what got him sent to jail, his wife and daughter, and what everyone got wrong about that story, and who- Premium, I'm starting to question your, your taste in music, bro. Post has not put out a trash record. Please don't make me play Sunflower. Please don't make me play Sunflower with him and Sway Lee. That song will play forever. Sunflower. It's not even it's not even a hip hop record. That song you will hear in elevator music. Okay? You will hear that song in elevators and 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 at somebody's funeral or some shit. Stop playing with me right now, bro. Post Malone is a phenomenal talent. That first album is a classic, hands down, non-debatable. Who Jelly Roll is today? To me, that's the big takeaway. I said you'll walk away from this doc feeling inspired, but you might also fear for Jelly Roll. Totally. But let's get started with the softball. How did Jelly Roll get that nickname? This is an easy one, but it's also a little sad. Jelly Roll's real name is Jason DeFord, but his mama gave him that nickname because he was a pudgy kid. And those are his words, not mine. Throughout the film, he'll talk candidly about battling a depression so severe that there are days he can't get out of bed. It all stems from his obesity, which makes that nickname a sword with no handles. Gosh, wow, that's sad. And I'm not judging whatsoever when I say this, but it's clear that as he's become more successful, he's put on more weight and it's really affecting his health in 2023. That's a big- Now, didn't we, don't we be talking about weight? Kingfish still ain't lost no weight. Still on tour. Matter of fact, Kingfish is on his way to Europe right now. Kingfish is on his way to Europe right now. And he still has not lost any weight. Don't worry, we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll show the little Kingfish and how big he still he's he's he still is. But come on. This weight thing is, is real, but let's go theme for this film. Does Jelly Roll have any other family? He does. We meet two older brothers, Roger and Scott, and they play a pretty significant role in the movie and both seem to have escaped the hard life that Jelly Roll lived. Both of them seem like the kind of dudes you'd want to grab beers with. Jelly Roll's father died over 10 years ago, and we never see his mother in the movie outside of old family footage and photos. The reason for this is she continues to struggle with her mental health. This is all part of how Jelly Roll's life started to turn upside down. Actually, Billy, one second. I'm going to stop you right there because my next question is, what went wrong for him as a child? Jelly Roll's early years are described as fairly normal, but as he tells his mother's story, it becomes clear how it bleeds into his own story. Jelly Roll's mom began to slip away before Jason was a teenager, and she'd remain in one particular room of the house for days at a time. Doctors prescribed drugs for pain and anxiety, and this led to addiction. Eventually, his parents divorced, and they lost the house. This, Jelly Roll says, is what started the spiral. Here's what his brothers had to say about it. And she robbed herself of a lot of life. Yeah. And she, she robbed us of a lot of life. To his credit, it's really clear Jelly still loves his mother. In fact, he reveals she's the person he writes all of his songs for, and she had a great influence on his musical upbringing. How bad did it get for Jelly Roll? This was a real revelation. He spoke of addiction as something he encountered through others, but it's now clear that he had a drug problem by the time he could drive a car. I smoked meth out of a light bulb at 15 years old. By 16, he was using cocaine, acid, mushrooms, and 
more. There's a real tragic moment when he sees baby-faced pictures of Jelly Roll. I mean, he looks like anyone you or your kids could go to school with, and he's talking about how, quote, everybody smoked crack. Ugh, I cannot even imagine. So wow. I'm assuming that is why he went to jail? More or less. It was all drug-related crimes. He could justify it by believing he could save enough money to get out of town, but at 16 he was charged with a strong-arm robbery, and when a judge refused to try him as a juvenile, he got some serious jail time. As he tells this story, one understands why he feels his life could have turned out differently if the judge would have shown leniency. In 2022 and 2023, he's turned that regret into action by helping young men and women in his position. So that's the hard part of the story. Now that he's free of that life, what did it? Uh, not so fast. That's the big takeaway here. What do you mean? In a sense, Jelly Roll has done the work to succeed, but he's still very close to the people tied to that street life. One man, a guy named Nate, was shot and killed the very day that Jelly Roll was set to play Red Rock's amphitheater in 2022. Uh-oh. First sacrifice. Let's go. He considered this guy a nephew. Beyond that, he admits to a concerning level of drug and alcohol use today. I still smoke a little weed to keep my head straight. I will still get blackout drunk, and every now and then we'll do something wild. It's kind of easy to imagine a worst-case scenario here, and I think as fans and media, it's important not to tell his story as if all of his troubles are behind him. To me, this is part of the reason why his story connects. Let me know if I'm right or wrong in the comment section below, and please consider tapping subscribe to show you appreciate this kind of in-depth coverage. Billy, do we learn more about his relationship with Bunny? Definitely. Jelly Roll's wife- Okay, Bunny has a- Red pill, once again, red pill does not work. Wait a minute, how was Elvis a pookie? How was Elvis a pookie? All right, let's get back to it. Once again, um, the red pill does not work. It's not real. You know why? Here's another Here's an another example. A non, here's, a, here's another non-black example of the red pill not working in real life. Life Bunny becomes a main character during the second half of the documentary, with the last third really zooming in on their love story. We learn that they lived a pretty wild life together early in their marriage, with her supplying him with drugs as he needed. Jelly Roll was blackout drunk the night they got married, but they beat the odds to remain married and recognize they needed to slow down. It's not a party if it happens every night, it's an addiction. I think we knew they partied a little bit, but that's all new to me. Why did they slow down? This is where Jelly Roll's daughter becomes an important character. Bailey Ann DeFord is central to Jelly- Damn that, let's look up his wife. Let's look up his wife, Bunny XO. I know who she is. Some of y'all may not know who she is. Oh, there you go, Bunny XO. Okay, Bunny XO is a former. You know what? Let's just let it roll. Let's just roll it roll out. Let's see. What she do? Okay, Jelly Twenty X Bunny XO to marry him while on stage during a live concert in Vegas. Same night, I'm announcing a couple spontaneous tied to nine in the court in courthouse. With blah 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 blah. Uh, Bunny XO became a stepmom. Okay, 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 okay. Um. Mm, podcast. Okay. Okay. She podcaster. Nah, she did something before the input. You know what? Is it gonna are they gonna show it? Mm. Okay, when money XO bring okay, same. Okay. Okay, we got married kind of randomly. It was Vegas, right? So it's like 11 o'clock. They're closing the joint down by Hard Rock Cafe. And I'm like, F it. Let's just go now. She's like, the courthouse is open for about 34 to 44 minutes. I was like, let's fucking roll. Okay, they renewed their vows in 2023. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, let's see. Help Jelly Roll get custody of his daughter Bailey. Okay, okay. Now, it, it, it now it had he followed the red pill doctrine, he wouldn't have married this woman on a whim, right? Had he followed the red pill doctrine, 
he would not have married Bunny XO on a whim in Vegas. It seems seven to eight years later, this was the right decision for him to do. Right? Because, you know, y'all say she got tattoos. That's a bad, that's a bad sign. She's got a past. She's got a history. She's got a body count. Every indication he should not have married this woman. This woman helped this man get custody of his daughter. But had he followed that red pill shit, he wouldn't, be, he would not be in the state that he's in right now. Right? Somebody asked me what's the secret to our marriage the, the other day. I didn't even have to think about it. It's simple. We are comfortable having uncomfortable conversations. We have to, we have learned to laugh at the small shit and above everything. We don't take anything too seriously. This woman is my backbone. See this, let y'all tell her this is some simp talk right here. This is some beta male talk. If y'all let y'all tell it, this woman is my backbone in life. She's beautiful, smart, witty, and you wouldn't believe how silly she really is. This is this this is the words of a, of a simp, right? Because you know, I guess getting married is, is some simp behavior, or blue pill, or whatever the fuck, whatever pill y'all feel like making people that day that y'all feeling like. All right, let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Nope. Nope. Is it? Nope. Nope. Yeah, this is it. All right, let's go. Billy rolls turn around, but not in the way you might have believed. He repeats a story he's told before about learning he'd become a father in jail and pledging to live right. During this documentary, Man, one learns that he wasn't listen. a great father at first and he would go weeks without seeing her while he was touring. Listen, crush that shit into powder, then snort it right in front of their faces. Yeah. Just partying like a bachelor, Bailey's mother's heroin addiction forced Jelly Roll and Bunny to step up to save her. The mom was out of her daughter's life for four years as she fought addiction that started. Yeah, Th there you go. She was. In that's right. She was an escort. She was an escort. She sure was. Okay. See, Sly got you. Got up at one o'clock in the morning. I'm just saying, yo. I'm just saying. All right, come on, let's go. When she was trying to treat fibromyalgia, this turnaround it all came back in. A mm. Those details private. Two more questions here. When did things turn professionally for Jelly Roll? I mean, that's a really great question. We're here because of the song "Save Me." They say my lifestyle is bad for my he dropped it during the pandemic and it went viral to the point that by 2021 every record label in America wanted to work with him to show just how fast he climbed from obscurity he recalled being really happy to sell 1,000 tickets in Connecticut in January 2022 by December he'd sold close to 20,000 at Nashville's Bridgestone Arena that is amazing I mean everyone praises this guy today I imagine all those insecurities have melted away not a chance Bunny and Jelly Roll both still feel like outsiders and watching them prepare for the 2022 CMA Awards proves it they're really nervous and at one point Bunny turns to the camera and admits they both feel like they're on the fringe looked at skeptically I think this the SEMA is the country music awards. All right. Now he is basically country music's pookie and country music really don't like him. They don't like him like that. Okay. Hold up. Is he racist? Now, what did he say? Um, <laughs> okay. Now, based on, okay, now this is what they're claiming he said. He said, once again, they're claiming he said this. So, da, 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 let me find it, find it. I don't know, I didn't get into it. Did it say what it said? Switch for real question, okay, okay, without. But, but what did he say, though? Let's first explain. Hmm. Yeah, Bunny worked as a high-end escort then. 
while Jelly Roll was experiencing financial struggles and living in a van. Okay. 2015, she was an escort. And then he married her a year later after they met. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? The red pill shit is not real. It does not work. So he had beef with Travis Tritt. Let's see what happened. At Vistaprint, we can get your... Let's see what happened. Pop, rock and roll, the blues, and hip hop. And today in modern country, we are seeing much more of that heavy crossover with stars like Co Wetzel, Hardy, Morgan Wallen, Ryan Upchurch, Chris Stapleton, Jelly Roll, and really the list can just go on and on. But blending country music with other genres has been a topic of discussion for some time between fans where traditionalists and purists of the music feel as though it is not beneficial for the genre to the music and steering country more and more away from its roots and its foundational sound. On the other side of the argument, folks who are considered to be more progressive see the crossovers as beneficial and allows the artist to hey, create wait, wait, music. Wait, 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 real quick, wait, real quick. You, you want further, you want further proof that this red, the red pill shit doesn't work? Look, look what Angry Man is talking about. PJ Washington ties the knot with second baby mama. What is there to talk about at this point? What do you, what could he, what could Angry Man say at this point? The red pill shit don't work. It's not real, but let's continue. Let's continue from what shaped them, as well as allowing country music to reach more fans and defeats monotony by keeping the genre fresh and vital, which leads us into our topic of discussion for today. Jelly Roll calling out country music legend Travis Tritt. And just before we get to what Travis and Jelly Roll had to say, I want to help us out here today. Travis Tritt turned to social media where he tweeted. Uh -oh. always Travis Tritt said, always remember that when you mix country with rap, you get crap. Ouch. Please remember that when you mix country with rap, you get crap. After Travis Tritt sent out his tweet, many responded, many who agreed and many who did not. And here are just some of those responses from fans. One fan wrote, I don't know, man. Upchurch, Demon Jones, Moccasin Creek, Jelly Roll, put out some kick-ass music. Texas Hippie Coalition, give them a try. Another wrote, Travis, I love your music, but I think you're wrong. People used to say the same thing about rock, bluegrass, jazz, gospel, reggae, folk, etc. The blending of different kinds of music helps keep it fresh and vital. I have to respectfully disagree. Another one continues, country is not country anymore. It's a combination of country and rock and now rap. You yourself were on the rock and roll charts, and they just inducted Dolly into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Country music is now more than three chords and the truth. Another writes, music is meant to be blended. If you aren't able to do it, that's fine. You don't have the right to gatekeep. Uh -oh. Two more users expressed how rap has roots in country by notating Johnny Cash's boy named Sue and Charlie Daniels' devil went down to Georgia. And like I said, many also agreed with Travis on this take. One said, thank you for having the courage and guts to express this truth. You and few others are the only ones that honor those artists before you. I grew up with Jones, Jennings, Williams, and Tritt, and am blessed to have done. That would be um, Waylon Jennings, um, George Jones. Yeah, those are the good old boys, but let's continue. Done so. Another writes, wow, very insightful and very true. Thank you, Travis Tritt. One more writes, amen, Travis. And lastly, we have one that just expresses it very simply and says, love it. Now, shortly after Travis Tritt's tweet was exploding on Twitter, Jelly Roll made his post calling out Travis Tritt where he wrote, this is not a good look for you, Travis. You're a legend. Don't tweet on Ambient anymore, please, sir. Friendly reminder that Devil Went to Georgia was not practically a rap song. So was Boy Named Sue by Johnny Cash. I could name so many more. Love you, Travis, but this is wrong. 
Hmm. Jelly again reiterating what others notated that I had mentioned earlier about Johnny Cash and Charlie Daniels. Travis Tritt is a legend, and Jelly Roll is one of the fastest rising stars in the music game right now, blending rock, hip-hop, and country flawlessly. Genre blending is, again, really nothing new, but right now I think it is the heaviest that we have seen it. And with that, we would love to know your thoughts on it. And Okay, okay. Country don't like him. Country don't like him. So now, what was this message? Let's see what happened. Let's see what happened here. SJDC. Let's see what happened here. Skip. Boom. Off of one hell of a year and has captured the hearts of fans all across the board with his raw approach to music, his genuine love for the fans, and charismatic personality. Jelly has been around for some time, but there is no denying the fact that the Jelly Roll era is now. We're talking from the release of his rock album, Ballads of the Broken, with his single Dead Man Walking Landing number one on rock radio, to his first ever number one on country radio, with his hit song, Son of a Sinner, which was also co-written with one of the baddest artists and songwriters in the game right now, Ernest, his Grand Ole Opry debut, and of course, to several sold out shows. There is just so much to look forward to, and we cannot wait to see what the future holds for Jelly Roll. Now, with that being said, it leads us into what we have to share with y'all today, and it is looking like it is going to be a huge announcement from Jelly, a highly anticipated one at that. Jelly Roll has recently shared several cryptic messages to his social media over the past few days. And looking at it, it appears that it may be lyrics to his songs that will be featured on an upcoming album. And that album also looks to be like a country record. So here's what we can see. We'll start with the first post that he made to his okay. most recent one. The first one, as you can see here, okay, reads... Okay, okay. I all right. So that is Jelly Roll. Like, he's causing a, a big ruckus in country music. Um, I, I you know, I have no... Uh, opinions on him i mean like i said i'm a fan of music music is music but listen you, you you're not gonna y'all not gonna slander post malone post malone listen you know Ooh, don't make me do it post malone don't make me do it don't make me do it don't make me do it this is a classic song yes it was on the first uh, into the Spider-Verse uh, animated movie from Sony. This is a classic fucking record. I don't give a fuck. This is a... This record, you will hear this record... Wait, you will hear this record for the rest of your life. So, in some way, shape, form, or fashion. You will hear this record for the rest of your life. Classic record, classic record. Let's go. All right, crash at my place, baby. All right, needless to say, I'm keeping our check. She was a bad, bad, nevertheless. Calling it quits now, baby. I'm a wreck. Crash at my place, baby. All right, digging in a bad way, losing your grip. Screaming at my face, baby. Don't trip. Someone took a big L, don't know how that felt. Looking at you sideways, party on tilt. <laughs> She wanna ride me like a cruise, and I'm not trying to lose. Classic, let's go. Ooh, certain things you just can't refuse. She wanna ride me like a cruise, 
Martha stuck by you. Hey, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Listen, no slander. No slander. No slander. Okay, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. It's classic. Wait, Nick, you never heard this song? What? Are you kidding me? This is a classic record. You're going to hear this forever. Forever. Did they do a video for this, though? Did they do a video for this? I know they did like an over for it for uh, Spidey, but they actually do an actual video for this. So this is uh, okay. Okay, so they did do a video for it. Okay, 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 okay. I don't give a damn. Let's go. soundtrack for this for this first movie was 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 fire the entire soundtrack i hate they never really shot a video with him and sway lee though i wish they, i wish they had done that but yeah this is a classic this is a classic song you're gonna hear this song forever man forever forever or you be left in the dust unless i stuck by you It's a classic record. How did you not like this record? I always come and go, but it's out of my control. And you'll be left in the dust unless I stuck by you. You're the sunflower. I think you love All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. All right, let's get to this. Let me wrap this up with, with DJ Vlad real quick. Let me wrap this up with DJ Vlad and let me get up out of here because. I too have to work. Manana. I'm going to make this real quick. I'm not going to drag this thing out. They still. Look at these fools here. Look at this shit here. Once again, it is 2 o'clock somewhere in the morning. <laughs> I wish honky tongs didn't have no closing times. No, no, no. And I wish grandpa's never died. Oh, yeah. That's all. That's Damn, man. Damn. I miss my pop up right now. That's Take me back. Take me back, man. Rest in peace. Where do you get money from to shoot dice? Oh, never got bread. Oh. <laughs> How do you have money in jail to shoot dice? <laughs> they playing CeeLo. We're still at 111,000 people at 2.30 in the morning somewhere watching this man live stream from a goddamn jail. I'm not even mad. I just, I understand what it is. I get it. 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 Okay. Let me wrap this up real quick. Yes. It is day three of a seven day live stream event from jail. They're on day three. Okay. All right. 
full desktop computer. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Hey, real quick, um, DJ Vlad is the culture. There's nothing to debate. I know a lot of people don't like it, but DJ Vlad is an intricate part of the culture. Let's do this. Let's go through Vlad's YouTube. I want to go to YouTube. I want to go to his. I don't care about his uh, IG. Let me just show y'all. He is the culture. You know why he's the culture? Because black people said so. Okay. Black people said so. That's why he's the culture. Matter of fact, and, and for me, what did it above anything else? TJ Vlad YouTube. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. And, and, and you know who gave DJ Vlad the, the coronation? Black people did this. And it wasn't just black people. It's one old head in particular that once he decided to come on his show, it was over. And, and that was Smokey Robinson. Look at, look at all these people. Listen. Um, Tim Donahue, the former NBA ref who fixed games. Grand Goofball Cardone, right? It, he is the culture. They don't go nowhere first before they go to the, the Vlad. Vlad is everybody's number one choice to go spill their guts. How's that his fault? Todd Bridges? How is this Vlad's fault? Garrett Morris? How is this Vlad's fault? At this point, you, you can't hold Vlad culpable anymore. At this point, you can no longer blame Vlad for whatever happens, how, whoever is, 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 is looked upon optics-wise after leaving Vlad. You can no longer do this. Can, you can no longer hold him accountable. The one interview that did it for me, I was like, I would never call him a culture vulture again. Where the fuck is it? How long ago was that? You know what? Let's find it. Yeah. The moment Smokey Robinson chose to go on DJ Vlad and spill his guts, that tells you, come on, man. This was a year ago. Smokey Robinson said, Vlad, Vlad's uh, platform is more important than any other black platform. Okay. At the end of the day, Smokey Robinson felt DJ Vlad's platform was more important than any other black platform out here. Period. Period. Smokey Robinson could have went to anybody. He could have went to Say Cheese, DJ Smalls, Doggy Diamonds. Who, 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 who? Um, can't can't use combat um combat jack as combat jack's no longer with us maybe tax stone if tax stone hadn't wouldn't wasn't locked up right yeah your last real shot was was tax stone your last real threat 
to Vlad was Tackstone. And once they got him out the way, clear path for Vlad. Tackstone was your last legit hip-hop journalist, whatever, that would have gave Vlad a good run for his money as far as attaining B-list, A-list guests. But no more Tackstone. Um, no, Smokey could have went to Joe Budden. Could have went to Joe Budden. Could have went anywhere. He chose... No, Smokey knew. Let's, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Now you're giving Smokey an excuse. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. He could have went anywhere. He could have went anywhere uh, on social media. And he chose to come to DJ Vlad. Once Smokey Robinson did that, I was like, okay, there's nothing to talk about. One of the greatest songwriters ever. One of the greatest songwriters ever. He's probably top, a lot of people's top five that are alive. Once Smokey said it was cool for him to, to do it, there's nothing to talk about. He is the culture. DJ Vlad is not in the culture. DJ Vlad is the culture. There's nothing to argue about. There's nothing to, to debate. Yeah, yeah. Joe, uh, Joe, Judge Joe Brown spoke more about MLK on DJ Vlad than his own damn podcast or, or uh, his time with Dana. Right? Everybody go on Vlad and just tell all the secrets. Okay? Once again, y'all giving excuses. Y'all giving excuses. Let's not let's stop giving excuses. Let's stop giving people passes for conscious decisions that they make. Please don't sit here and tell me Smokey Robinson didn't know who the fuck DJ Vlad was. Let's let's not do that, please. Let's not do that. All right. That's my rant. I'm gonna get out of here. My nose itching. Once again, DJ Vlad is the culture. He is the end all be all. Between Vlad and academics, there's really nothing else to talk about. But DJ Vlad, more importantly, is hip-hop culture. He is it. And I find it ironic that, and, and no diss to Tariq, but Tariq is going so hard and trying to prove everybody who created hip-hop. We're past all that. Are you guys going to teach your kids who created hip-hop? I don't give a fuck. I, teaching, meaning me, who created hip-hop is not important to me. That's old heads care about that shit. I don't give a damn. Okay? I don't give a damn about teaching children who created hip-hop. It's not a real serious topic. It's not a piece of history that needs to be taught, in my opinion. I don't give a damn. You don't run it anyway. You haven't ran hip-hop since you invented it. What does it matter at this point? It's been colonized, whitewashed. Um... You know, whatever the case may be, co-opted, all that good stuff. So, white man's ice always going to be colder, always. You know, so I'm out of here. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that came to hang out. I know it's late. I'm sorry, but once again, look look at this shit. Hold, hold, let's go back real quick. Let's go back real quick. Look at this. Once again, it's two in the morning somewhere, three o'clock in the morning somewhere. This man still has a hundred and eleven thousand people watching him live stream from jail he is day three day three of a seven day live stream from jail okay 
this is the way i i think this is a good time to put away the term social engineering there is no more social engineering the people want what they want they want dysfunction and degradation there's nothing to talk about at this point let them eat cake with that being said i'm out of here old dirty take us home please sir